0: Today, we are celebrating International Ladies' Day, which traditionally has been celebrated globally on March the 8th, to commemorate the cultural, political, and socioeconomic achievements of women. It is also the focal point of women's rights movements, bringing attention to issues like gender equality, reproductive rights and non-violence against women. We've come a long way in the last hundred years. However, as we've heard from one of our speakers, Tiffany Cromwell, one of Australia's top female cyclists, women still don't get equal pay or equal rights. But that's okay, one step at a time. So today we will talk about celebrating women because we can quibble over issues like this forever but today it's about stepping in our power, stepping into our oneness and allowing ourselves to just be and to connect in the moment because together we can make a difference and I'm about to introduce you to one incredible lady who has made an amazing difference to our planet and to women. Alexandra Maglaise Zeina, is a world citizen and also a peace ambassador. And she started her career as a marine biologist and researcher a writer and author of four children's books, She's also a very highly sought after public speaker and she's made it her mission to help women any way she is able. And today she would like to truly connect with people on our group. She does loads of peace events and she organizes lots of women's groups and she has come today so that she can help each and every one of us on our pathway. So I'm going to start by asking her some questions so she, she can open up, because I've met Alexandra quite, quite a few years ago. She's also an ambassador for TAF, the Animal Fund. And um, she gave an incredible speech there. And I met her beautiful son who is just glowing with unconditional love also. So Alexandra, welcome to Be Here Now Ladies group. And please could you tell our ladies what started you on your journey to peace and love and being an environmentalist? Maybe you could tell us about your upbringing in Brazil and all the numerous countries that you've been to and what it was like traveling as a female and so forth. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so,
1: first of all, I'm, I'm so in deep appreciation for this moment with you all. Um, I'm talking from my telephone. Sorry, I cannot see everybody. And I ask the permission, then I ask some of you to make pictures and please send me because this is a a very, very special moment for me. I'm connected with Australia, I'm with uh, uh, South France, I'm connected with England, I I don't know where all of you are, but I've been in some places that you are now and I think this is the... um, I think this is a blessing that we can, we are able now to be connected in such a way. Um, I'm a Brazilian German. <laughs> I um, citizen, so this is, but I, well, my son said, um, when I, we were discussing, making jokes at the same times, because he was born in Austria. And then he said, no, mom, I'm not a German. I am a citizen of the world. <laughs> And I was so happy, it was, um, he was maybe 10, he's now 15 um, and let's start from the beginning, like um, what what made me um, go out of Brazil, first of all, I was born in on the coast of Brazil, I, by the Atlantic, by the South Atlantic, and then I started um, my research career, and I got a scholarship to finish, um, to have my master's degree in Canada. And that was the first step. But before that, I was in Holland and I worked as um, a student in Holland. And um, it was also a very important time for me because as a student, um, I was also working in uh, the summer in Croatia. And, um, and that my focus that time uh, was just my master's and continue with my career. And once I finished my master's, I don't want to get in much details, but I've been back to Brazil. And because of the political situation in Brazil, they told me, um, some professors from my university told me, what are you doing here? You should go back to where you come from. And I was say what? <laughs> where I come from? i I come. I was studying here at this university. My intention was to come back here and and continue and be a, a professor and continue to do my my PhD and 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 I was faced with a situation where I said, Hey, come on, shag it, then stay there. I'm going, really and um well there was some also some meanwhile i had met a german guy and um and then i got married and my it comes my connection with australia because when i was then living in austria after moving from canada i met an australian lady from brisbane and i know there's someone there that i didn't know her name um can, but she said well there is a there's a place where you can go and um, maybe with the contacts with the university, you can make your your, um, PhD in Australia. And I said, oh my gosh, is that true? And I really did. um, In year 2000, 2001, I, I sent my application to Brisbane University and there was some, well, it didn't happen, but um, I have really this connection with Australia. Since then, I always met wonderful women from Australia. Um, and they were always like, um, you know, somehow they had this kind of connection with Earth, with also like, you know, like Beverly. Um, when we met personally, we talked about this and how important this is to keep this connection with Earth. And that was my quest to, um, my PhD ended up in a permanent head damages to be a mother. <laughs> I became a mother. And in one, I, I just wrote something really short on the Facebook, on my Facebook page, because my name is very long, but it's how I, I like to have it, really. Um, I, I Someone told me, hey, you cannot just, tell you are an author, you are a mother. But I said to the person, she was a very well-known writer in Brazil, and I just said to her, sorry, I wouldn't be what I am, who I am now, if I wouldn't be a mother. So motherhood um, brought me this anchor, brought me this feeling that, well, yes, I'm connected with all women, Um, I am a woman now I gave birth I have to take care of this baby and I was lots of time alone by myself taking care of my son and I had to face all the transformation issues that you can think of I had to face really scary times um, that I had from the past connection with families and anyway I decided to transform this. And that was my quest to peace. And I am now here living in the south of Germany, where I started the association Women for Peace. And since 2014, well, 2013, I started the events here, first in Munich and Frankfurt. And then someone told me, Frau Magalhães Zeiner, Sie können nicht in München-Arbeiten. You cannot work in Munich if you live in Augsburg. Just come here and do what you are doing here, for the women here, for the international community. Because there's not many people who speak English, Portuguese, German, and is open for it. And you are the one who all these women can relate. And until last year, every year. We had an event, it was a Reading for Peace, um, where women from all over were speaking their language, were speaking German, were singing, were really reading reading poetry, because this is also something that, um, that, that's a tool that is part of my transformation, this writing poetry. And and that was until last year, we had this gathering. And this year, I, I, I just read in December, well, the, the theme of the year is choose to challenge. And I said, okay, I will do it. I tell you, I'm going to the streets and I will have women with me, I have this vision where we hold each other with one scarf, with our scarf, that's long enough to be separated from each other, but we'll hold together and we'll be there. And I've done it. <laughs> I've done it, it was not so easy like I'm telling you, but this is, and, and one point that really, really um, scared me somehow was to see that some women were against, this gathering, were against a peaceful gathering. But why, I was asking myself, why is that? But please pay attention to the words. Choose to challenge, you know? Yes, I did. I really, it was like they say in German, and I know some of you speak German, and had for them, it was very, very difficult until the last minute, but I managed, and I had flowers. I had 50 flowers for women that were on our circle, and they got the flowers, and they were so happy and I just had some pictures then also on the Facebook, on our fan page. Um, I continued this quest because it's a daily. Quest. It's not every day that we are fine and that we can say, hey, today I'm wonderful, today I'm, but I, we can do it if we are together. And if we meet people like Beverly, like Kim, that can get us say, hey, let's meet, we, at least online. Let's make the difference. Let's choose to challenge. We can do it. I believe we can do it. And I'm really, and was for me great to have this connection because for the other projects that I'm starting, I was thinking that would be wonderful because if we have really people together that can that can keep this level of thought and positive and say, yes, we can do it. I'm sure we do, we can, I'm sure. I mean, that's, that's proven, you know? and. I think that events, um, the feedbacks I had also from men, because they say, but how come you allow men to, for the for the evening, for our region? I said, yes, of course I do. Because I want to praise also the men that are together with us on the way. Why not? I mean, this is what, that's what about. the? It's about the masculine and the feminine together in one, otherwise, And all together, I mean, from all, you know, all people that, from all ways, I think that this, I believe, and I know that we are spread it out uh, all over, but I think that when we get together, it's such a tsunami. It's such a tsunami of positive thoughts, of transformation, of all good feelings we, we really can think about. And I'm so happy we have a mom with a baby there because this is that's exactly what it's about. We are doing here, I'm doing here, not only for me, I'm doing here for the future generation and especially for the women in my family that could not do this before, you know, that were not able to do this before, including my mom. And your meditation was about this. You know, Beverly, and I'm very thankful because I was bringing all these women, these wonderful women, that really gave me the power. And that's I will, I never forget the words of Dr. Maya Angelou when when she said, "Be a rainbow in some someone's life. Just be a rainbow in someone's life. Make them make them smile. Make them." you know, when they think about you, well, I don't say that all the German students smile when they think about me. I'm very fierce when I'm speaking German. Sometimes I have this urge to really just give my point. It's such a strong language when you want to speak, you know, the truth or so. I think that that's that's make the difference, you know that we can speak other languages, we accept our difference, and from this difference, we make our, really our strongest point that we can get, and we show this, and this is the, the importance, I want to show that each and every one of us, and I know all the ladies that are there, and I please, I want the names, and everybody where they come from, because I think you are lighthouses, you know, exactly now exactly on this time we have to have this lighthouse effect and say hey here you can come because the people who know me they can't they know they can call me they can come here anytime and i will talk with them and i will be really direct to the point so what else can i say <laughs> i'm really thankful that we are doing this and that i'm with you um today and now now and today <laughs>
0: Thank you, that's wonderful and um, we will go round the room shortly, however um, I know you do so many incredible things and I just want to know how um, how you started because you were a marine biologist and you know yeah. you about your work with the mammals and the research and you've done so much scientific research and how yeah. you- feel because I know from previous conversations you fell in love with animals and nature as a very young child in the yeah. Amazon and things like that. And yeah. I say to people, you know, you don't have to go to the Amazon. You you know, now we're in lockdown in many places. Well, I escaped France to come here so I could breathe and be and lead a relatively normal place. But as I mentioned to you earlier, if you can't be in nature, then bring nature in. Like Zee's got her lovely screen with the nature and I've got the sky and the clouds because I feel the clouds are giving us strong messages at the moment. And it's really, I remember as a child, I used to lie and look up at the sky and look at the clouds and just watch them and we'd have games like what we could see any people or face yes. and things. Yeah. But nature is so important and we need it inside. Yeah. So if you if you are in lockdown, which I know a lot of you are or are on very strict restrictions, you know, bring by potted herbs like mint and basil and coriander, bring that in. and just feel the nature and the energy from nature. But please share with us, Alexandra, about your life, because maybe others on the call have been blessed. I know the lovely Christiana lives in a sacred space in Romania. And that Alexandra. is on my list to go and visit her there. So, um, and the same, the people in France, we're living in the Cote d'Azur or Monaco, and it's amazing. And Rosie and I are lucky to be in Australia. So, and James in yeah. Portugal. So, let's hear from you, because I know you can um, tell people how to really connect.
1: Um, like you said, I mean, I was growing up very freely because um, my both parents didn't have much time for us. My mother was a, th- is a well, she's a retired now. Was a teacher, and my father was working uh, full time as well. We just, and they both come from farmlands. I mean, they are—they were farmers as children, and and there they are. They meet in the city. They married, and they have children. And didn't have time for the children. They would send us to be with the grandparents. So in all my books, the main characters are grandparents. <laughs> I mean, there's the last book, there's the, there's the mom owl, it's, it's a mom owl, but I, you know, I was growing up with my feet on the ground, I was just having an underwear, just, just like a, a really a native person, let's say, and I found out even that, you know, I have really in my blood, it, I have blood from black, from Indian, from Portuguese, from Europeans anyway, I think that that gave me this strength uh, to be connected with the nature and to know where I come from. So I'm not a city person at all, I have to have nature, otherwise I get really sick. I saw this during my move from Canada, uh, from Newfoundland to Vienna, and Vienna is a big city, it's the capital of Austria, and the first year Um, first two years were very hard for me. So I was growing up with this and I was really, um, like I said, very focused on my studies on, on, I didn't want to work with people at all. (laughs) I just wanted to work with animals and, you know, life brings you this kind of surprise. Suddenly there is something, there is, you are in a crossroad and you say, hey, and now, and that was the time when I thought that I could move to Australia. I got pregnant, so I, it, it was a blessing, and it's still I would run sometimes um, in, in, in the woods in Vienna, like just buffet and I was people were looking at. Them. but I mean I, I have to have this connection with nature, with the animals and and I um, it started in my writing. I took serious to write my books and my books are bilingual books because I wanted my son to learn both languages and so he can speak three languages anyway. And um, I, the first book is about the pink dolphin. It's about a legend that happens in the Amazon. I never lived in the Amazon, but my I had two aunts who lived in the Amazon and they felt, you know, they were always telling me all these stories about the pink dolphin, and and the women in Brazil, in the north of Brazil, they believe, like, it's a belief from people, from native people, like when women get pregnant, and they don't know their father, so they can say that was the pink dolphin, and people believe, in the village, they believe that, so you have I, I just read a couple of years, um, I think weeks ago, that was a woman was now um, elected, Some I don't know, in a very high position in Brazil, but she's the, a daughter of the pink dolphin. So I was thinking, hey, isn't that amazing? Ten years ago, I wrote this book. Ten years ago, I started this new way to, you know, call people's attention to our animals and to this connection we have with animals. And I'm sure I'm talking about Brazil, but you have in Australia too. You have animals that just how, just live in Australia or England or France or Portugal. I mean, you have this kind of um, um, protected nature that belongs to your ecosystem. And, and even here in Germany, when I'm talking about the pink dolphin for school children, also some didn't believe and even um, I have in my Facebook a a video from a mother she made from the son because he didn't believe that the pink dolphin exists and after he read the book and he said oh she's talking this is true this woman (laughs) yes and the mother was telling him and and he uh, uh, like he's he was I think nine when he is so sweet and I think that's the kind of awareness that we want to bring because we are in a very difficult situation in Brazil I don't want to talk about politics here but all of you know what's going on there and um, the devastation of ecosystems are putting dangers Pop, not only animal populations but people populations too and that's where i come with the projects here to germany because thanks lord the germans have this this really this love and care for brazil there are lots of germans too in south of brazil they speak german there so we have this somehow this connection and on the in, on this connection i work with i work with this this um, i try to or i show our art, our culture, our music, as a way to um, connect people and show them, hey, let's work on the basis of what we have together. And this is what touched. And I, I have to come back to the detail of when you put that picture of myself on the on the call for the to, today. And I have my 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 hand in my heart because this is. I think, you know, from native people, that's how you connect with yourself because of your heartbeat. A heartbeat is your connection with yourself. And this is one thing that I use all the time, especially in time of crisis and this time of, I have this connection. I try to be in the nature with my hand in my heart connected and I pray. And I pray, and it was wonderful, your words, I also use in my praise, and this is another thing, I think that we are all connected, because I pray that we take this strength, and especially women, especially us, because if I tell you, in Brazil, who has the strength are the women, you know, are the women who can change this. And we are now in this new era, all of you may know from as as above so below from all the signs that we are having and this is w- what I I really do um, every day you know this is an everyday like ritual I, I go to the nature we can go to the nature here in, in Germany we can go out alone and I do this a lot and this is um, I think that All of us can do it and can share with each other. Um, This little (laughs) practice or little pray, whatever I mean,
0: you want to call. Sorry. No, that's wonderful, and I think um, the more that people can connect with nature, the better. Because at the moment we're living in a very fast world, we're living in a digital world, and it's. Even the Dalai Lama said on one of his talks that one of the main causes of stress is social media, because um, huh. especially with the young children, they um, put Facebook posts or Snapchat or whatever they're using. Because I believe Facebook is for the oldies now, but they, <laughs> but even adults are, <laughs> you know, getting stressed because you put up a post and then. Before they go to bed, instead of switching off naturally, maybe go and meditate under the stars or read in a nice old-fashioned paper book, so that you can unwind before going to sleep. They're looking at social media, and the waves from the telephone or computer, you know, is activating your brain, so it keeps you awake for another two hours. And if you haven't yeah. had the likes that you expect and you check what your other friends are getting. And then in the morning, instead of waking up naturally and having your shower and making your food with love and eating your food if you have time before going to work or school or study, you know, they're checking the social media and then that gets you uptight for the rest of the day. So it's a big cycle. So I've been saying for years, you know, when people come to dinner with us put your phone in the basket. We'll take it out once in the night so we can take photographs. But, you know, we have to have at least one detox. And we do the same when we go on nature works. It's no phones, only for photographs and that's it. So, yeah. and when you mentioned about, you say the same words as me in the meditation, I truly believe as we're speaking now, my words are going into the collective universal field, unless you put them in a bubble of light. So it's like the hundred monkey theory. So one monkey, as I'm sure everybody knows, is washing a potato. And then all of a sudden, all the monkeys on the island are washing the potatoes before they eat them. And it's globally. So people can pick that up. But, um... Yeah, but uh, yeah, we,
1: we but we still I think Beverly like with uh, gatherings like you you are now doing with uh, organizing with Kim. I think that that's that's the thing. Yeah, people are doing this, but then you ask someone, well, let's do it. Can can we try something else different? And it's good for you. It's good for me. It's good for everybody, and. And, and we can slowly change this and I start with women too, because when I talk with my son about the pow- a powerful mantra that I got this from my masters, from my yoga masters, he believes that. I was in Brazil and he was here in Germany and he was very distressed because he was alone. And I said, well, just listen to this mantra. You will feel the difference. Next day he told me, you were right. It helped me. I'm listening now all the time. I'm afraid or I'm thinking too much or something, you know? So you give, if you give a tool, if you give an, an example, they take it. They take it so quick too. And this yeah. is the other side of the coin. That's what we have to invest more on.
0: Yeah, so that, that's a really good tip for everyone on the call who have children or who's an auntie or... Just got friends with neighbors with kids, and um, what other tips can you give us? Like we're going through a pandemic, I know you're doing a lot of work around this. So for everyone on the call, what can you suggest?
1: Uh, I suggest that we um, think about our wish to strengthen not only ourselves, our dear ones, but earth, because this is what will happen. Eventually we'll be strong enough and this virus will be like, i sorry, I was growing up with thousand and one virus. <laughs> Whatever in Brazil, you have tons of them. I was now in December, I was in December in Brazil the whole month, And I even had a a small event there um, to call attention to my new project. Everything was fine, you know? And I was all the time in case of distress, just pray. You believe on, pray. You believe on the power of our ancestors, of everybody that was behind here. And most of all, all of us, this is my belief, All of us, we had signed a contract before we came here. So let's make this contract with with ourselves. First of all, with ourselves, and then share with the others. Pay attention when you are on the airplane. If you have a problem with the oxygen, first you get your mask, and then you give to the other one. So let us be strong enough so we can share our strength with the other, and if you, don't, if, if you don't have anything, don't share, don't say anything, pray. It's better not to say anything. I'm, I'm learning this through this whole situation because they are always coming with cliches, but you as a Brazilian, what do you think? I said, I'm fine, except because, just because I'm a Brazilian, because I'm crazy, <laughs> because I'm a mother, let me be crazy, let me be fine, I'm fine. And then they laugh, and we change the subject, but some of some people take me seriously, so I say, a pray, do you have a say? yes, I do have a pray. Can you share with me? Yes, I can share with you I share everything i mean i and and that's what i um really also when I'm in social media i I do my you know I go to social media because I have to answer my friends that are all over and i give but I give. Most of all, I gave a positive word, and I gave hearts to everybody you know and i i I think this is the best medicine we can take it and share with our lo- loved ones or even if you don't love someone, just wish them good too, because eventually, eventually, this is dissipates, and you go your way, and I'm sure that that's exactly what we are doing events like this. We are calling the people who think similar. So we can so this is like, you know, a little rock dropping on a lake. Then these waves go further and further. If it drops on the ocean, sometimes it's lost. When you compare with the social media, everything. But pay attention when you drop this little rock on a lake and be this rock, this is... Well, I think each of us, we are in a way, but
0: just that we meditate, also think about this. Thank you, that was wonderful. And um, would you share your prayer with us, please? <laughs> um, you, you mean
1: one of my prayers? Because One I, of your I prayers,
0: pray. yeah. <laughs> because we celebrate well, International Women's Day, maybe you can celebrate uh, share a prayer
1: for all the women on our planet yeah I well or I, whatever I,
0: you I have, feel drawn to yes
1: yeah well I just wanted to say that I pray in three languages <laughs> and I pray sometimes in all this but one of my one of my um let's say main words that I well it's, it's usually it's, I cannot say that's only for me because I listen also some um, um, videos sometimes, and I identify myself a lot with the teachings from Abraham Lee, Abraham Hicks. Yes. And I, I also in times of really distress, like I said, I have my my um, hand on my heart, and I say. Um, I say, mother, I appreciate what is happening now. It's only attraction and everything will be fine with me.
0: Thank you. That was beautiful. Thank you all for being here. And Alexandra, thank you
1: so, so much for your beautiful message and just a light, you're,
0: you're the rainbow today shining on <laughs> all of us. So thank you very much.